You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. Hello. My name is Nigel. Hammer right over there with a special guest on the hotline. The national spokeswoman for the GOP is Madison Jesiato-Gilbert. She joins us now. Madison, it's been a busy, busy week out in San Francisco with all the world leaders getting together and having parties and playing grab ass. And (laughs) I'm just curious as to your thoughts on the big meeting that took place between Joe Biden and President Xi. Well, first, let's start with the fact that they cleared up the streets in about 10 seconds in San Francisco, despite people across the city, across the state, across the country complaining for years about what's going on, them claiming they're doing everything they can do. And then overnight, all of a sudden, the streets are spotless as President Xi Jinping comes to town. So I think that's my first takeaway from the week. Uh, But, I mean, Biden's so weak. You look at him, you look at every single thing that he said publicly. I can't even imagine what President Xi Jinping and others think and say behind closed doors about him. He's appeased China for years, so that's nothing new. But his incompetence is just quite stunning at this point. I mean, how bad is it that that Gavin Newsom basically laughing in the face, and the mayor of San Francisco just laughing at their constituency, at the citizens, the taxpayers there, saying, yeah, we we cleaned up the streets, we didn't spend any extra money, we got the bums off, we got the poop out, we got the needles out, and we had the ability to do it all along, and they're just looking at you, and and the people of San Francisco, the, the, the Democratic voters there hate Republicans so bad they sit there and take it. Yeah, you know, and it's really sad. I mean, it, you really have to feel for the people in San Francisco who have been affected by this. You have to feel for the people that are on the streets. So many of them are homeless veterans in our country sure. that have no support, but we continue to support illegal immigrants, sure. uh, giving them everything they want over the people who have served our nation. So that breaks my heart when you think about that. But you're right. They laughed in the faces of these people. They laughed in the faces of our nation. When asked about it in a press conference, Newsom says, oh, yeah, it's true because it's true and laughs. I mean, it was just absolutely appalling and then he goes on to say oh you know it's like when you're a kid and you have to make your bed or clean up your house because you're having company over and it's like no it's that's the whole point it's not that's not what it's supposed to be like if you sincerely couldn't do anything about it then that's different but that is so not the case and we all know that so we see time and time again these politicians that lie to us they lie in our faces and they say oh we're doing everything we can and as people continue to suffer, and across the country, you see with the Biden administration, oh, they're you know laughing about the economy turning around, things are great. Anybody living in this country knows that's not true. And Madison, you mentioned something earlier that's spot on. The world is laughing at how weak Joe Biden is. The, I mean, we know what he talked about in this meeting with President Xi, because when he had that press conference and he pulled out the card of pre-approved reporters, the only ones that he was allowed to call upon, he told them what was on the conversation docket, but none of it was really anything important. I didn't hear him talk anything at all about COVID responsibility or the Chinese spy balloon that made its way across the United States. I didn't hear any of that. No, he talked about none of it. But you look all the way back to the early 2000s and we look at the reason why partially China's in the position they are today as they entered the World Trade Organization, as they became more economically powerful. You had people like Joe Biden that pushed for that, that at the time said, oh, China will never be more of an economic threat to us than the Netherlands. Let's put them in the World Trade Organization. Let's support them. It was the most ignorant thing we could have done in the early 2000s. And we have Biden to thank for that. And at that time, he was not 
80 years old and senile. He was perfectly capable and still made these horrible decisions. So when you look at his decisions on China, like I said, this is not anything new. He's continued to be soft on China. He's been doing it for years, as he has been with Iran and other countries as well. I mean, it's not isolated to just China. The reason we're seeing what we're seeing in the Middle East is because of Joe Biden's weakness, because of the United States of America not being in a position to put these countries at bay, to make them fear what would happen if they were to do things like this, if they were to fund uh, terrorist organizations like Hamas. And so I think this is a, a worldwide issue. It's not isolated just to our domestic issues. I think internationally we're seeing problems we wouldn't have seen if we had strong Republican leadership. Madison Jessiato Gilbert is our guest. She's the national spokeswoman for the GOP. One more thing on this big shindig they had out in San Francisco, Madison. When you look at what's going on in the world, there's a major war in Israel. There's a war that we're still funding going on between Russia and Ukraine. Two major conflicts. The world is burning, yet all of the world leaders, from Justin Trudeau to President Xi to Kamala Harris, the good Dr. Jill Biden, they all got together and had a private concert watching Gwen Stefani the other night. Like, these are the most powerful group of people in the world. They're all in one place. And while the world is burning, they're watching the girl behind Hollaback Girl. You're not lying. And I love Gwen Stefani. She's a great artist. But at the same time, if you're leading some of the most powerful nations in the world to be just sitting around partying like nothing's going on. And we saw it during COVID as people suffered, as people lost lives, as people lost their livelihood, they lost their jobs. Uh, And obviously we saw the huge mental health crisis that spurred as a result of so much of what these politicians did, but yet they continued to go out and be hypocrites. And they went to dinners when we were all stuck at home. And obviously California was a prime example of that. And so you see across the world as people suffer, these people don't care. And that's why people are fed up with politicians. I mean, you look back at 2016 and you look at President Trump's rise and how he won in 2016. A lot of that came from the very, very harsh reality that people felt that they had been forgotten about. A lot of people came out to vote in 2016 that had never voted in years or maybe never before at all in their lifetime because they felt like they had a voice that somebody that cared about them. And so you see, whether it be with Biden or in other countries with some of these other world leaders, as you keep an eye on, you know, people protesting in those countries as well, you see that they're fed up. They're fed up with the fact that they feel that these people just don't put them first. Uh, And clearly, Biden has not put us first in the United States of America. He doesn't care. Um, Kamala Harris is no different, no better. She would be worse than Joe Biden in many people's eyes. I mean, Democrats don't even like her. Uh, The bench is not deep on the Democratic side, and that becomes, I think, more and more apparent by the day. The Republican side, we have a deep bench. I mean, we have a lot of great options out there, people who could lead, uh, whether that be in the presidency or, you know, in potential Senate seats in the future, things like that. Uh, We have really, really great Republicans who are very fiscally responsible that are conservative people out there who think with their brains, they think with common sense, they want a prosperous American future, and that's what we need, and that's what we deserve. That's what Americans across this country deserve. They deserve somebody who's going to stand up and be a voice for them. Madison, one more thing here before we let you go. Uh, This past week, we're kind of seeing Joe Manchin do his unofficial campaign across the news networks now. Joe Manchin, the outgoing Democrat senator from West Virginia, although he has sided with Republicans in the past. It's a lot of chatter that he's going to be running as a third party, maybe having somebody like Mitt Romney on his ticket, a Democrat-Republican ticket. 
What do you think about some of these third parties that are out there? And I, I guess we could put RFK Jr. in that same conversation here. What does the Republican committee and the GOP feel like about these folks that are going to be running as third parties? Well, I think RFK Jr. is a good example you bring up because I think when you look at the media and how they're presenting him and how you're seeing some of uh, how he's presented on the Internet through social media as well, is he's presented as this like reasonable guy who's not really a liberal. But in reality, there's not much daylight between the Democratic Party and RFK Jr. Uh, so I think that it, it's a threat to really both parties. But he definitely has acknowledged that he believes he would take more votes from Republicans. Um, and so people should not be fooled by this. These people are not there uh, to push conservative values. They are not there for fiscal responsibility. Uh, you can go down the list of policies that RFK Jr. specifically has supported in the past that are disastrous from the Paris Climate Accord to you know so much else. And I, I don't think it's great for Republicans. I don't want to see more independence in the race. I, I think we need a Republican in there, and I don't want Republicans to be fooled by any of this. Madison Jessiato Gilbert, national spokeswoman for the GOP. Madison, thank you so much for your time. Have a great, safe Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Good to be with you again. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.